Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the She's My Sister podcast. Today, we have a special guest with us, my friend Harley. We've known each other since we were in eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. We used to ride the same bus. We went to high school together and we did cheerleading. We actually still live next to each other, which is cool. But um, Harley is a mom and she's also a state record-breaking power lifter, which is super cool. Yeah, she just had a meet recently, so we're going to get to talk about that. But I'm going to just go ahead and let her take it away so we're gonna just start out to like tell us a little bit about yourself and like what your childhood was like so i'm 29 i have an eight-year-old and i have twins that are one and um they're pretty much keep me busy all the time (laughs) so i also work in special education kinder and first grade which i love i've been doing that for about six years and before then i did a little bit of preschool I've been lifting for about seven years, powerlifting for six, and it's just become like a big passion of mine, and it just helps me feel so much better about life. I can go in feeling like I hate everything, and then I go out, and I'm like, life's great. Everything's awesome. I totally have this under control, so it's been (laughs) great for that. Yeah, and I'm sure with like being a mom and being so busy with all of that, it's probably your you time. Like, yeah, it's my only time for myself. Yeah, I bet. Oh my gosh. I feel the same way though about the gym. Like you go in and you're having a terrible day and then you come out and it's like, well, it wasn't such a bad day, really. Yeah. But I know you're a country kid like we were. Yeah, and I feel like we were both the quiet kids on the bus. <laughs> everybody was super loud in the back and we sat like three seats back mm-hmm. and we were like, everybody else was so loud. And yeah. we also rode horses. Mm-hmm. We both rode horses. So I was like, yeah. Well, and we always said we were going to, like, ride to each other's houses. And then you tried once. One time I did, I think. And I was gone. And you were gone. Which is a bummer. But the one that we had when we were kids died. But she was old. It was R.I.P. Troubles. Yeah, R.I.P. Troubles. How old was she? Close to 30. Before we get started, I want to know more about powerlifting. But before we get into that, I'm kind of curious what, like, what kind of athletics or what kind of did like your exercise take growing up and like through high school like did you have any weightlifting background so I played soccer since I was like four and I played through high school I did basketball but I was horrible at it I I think it was because I couldn't see for a long time I did not know <laughs> that I couldn't see until I was like a junior and then one day I was like mom I keep missing the ball every time I play soccer it's super embarrassing like I'm older now I shouldn't be doing this I don't think I can see. And then I got contacts and I was like, wow. And then we did cheer and I was um, a base, which I like lifted. Um, she lifted human bodies, yeah. which is like really hard to do because they're not like stable. I Keep think one time steady. we did a shoulder stand. Did we? I think maybe once. Man, it's been so long. I feel so old. It's been about 10 You're years. not allowed to say that when I'm older than you. Yeah, well, not by that much, Katie, but (laughs) when the 10-year-olds around, you feel a little bit old, so. Yeah, I felt that too. I'm like, wow, it's been 10 years. I know. That's crazy. Um, I did do weights in high school. My junior, I think my junior and senior year, because I think that was the only two years you could take them. I don't think you could take them freshman and sophomore. Mm -hmm. I really loved it. Um... I liked it a lot, but I also thought it was 
it was weird because I was like a girl. So I was always put with like the weak boys. I shouldn't say weak. I just lost I remember my um, PE teacher at the time being like, you should really do powerlifting. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. That is for boys only. That's, like, that's going to make me so weird. Oh, my gosh. Like a man. I feel like now you need to go back and be like, you were right. I did message her like. Towards the very beginning when I started like lifting again and tell her like, thank you so much for teaching me all this because like, I already had a good when I finally did go back into the gym, I had like a good idea of what to do. And I had like a good idea of how to like start a routine and things like that. Um, Which That's awesome. I feel like it could be really intimidating for someone that has zero background and no idea where to start. Like that's great Mm -hmm. that you had some kind of foundation to go Uh off of. Do you remember how we had to make up PE if we, like, missed a class? Sometimes we'd come in after school and make it up in the weight room. Yeah, I remember that. So I had never taken a weight class of any kind. I was, like, a freshman or sophomore in high school. And I go in there, and it's me and a bunch of boys that are willingly there. <laughs> like, what I could think of was, like, curls, like, little bicep curls. So I grabbed a few weights and just doing that in the corner. And the PE teacher comes up, and he's like, are you just going to do curls all day? I'm like, No. He didn't offer me, like, any other option. He didn't teach me anything. So I was like, okay, and wandered away, tried to find something else. Felt down, went back to the bicep curl. Well, that was very unhelpful of him. I know. Like, if you see a girl struggling, that obviously doesn't know what to do. Maybe be like, hey, let me show you, like, a workout. So now if I ever am supposed to be teaching and I'm in a weights classroom with girls that, like, aren't doing anything, I'll be like, hey, let me come show you how to do this. (laughs) Like, I might not be an expert, but I know a few different workouts. And, you know, you can get them to do stuff. So they don't have to just stick with the bicep curls. There you go. <laughs> I remember thinking when I was in high school that, like, the weight, that's, like, what you do if you want to look bulky and, like, a man. And like, I don't want it anywhere near that. And it's such a misconception about it. it right. I agree. I yeah. think it is one of the best feelings. And I think that's why it was really nice to have, like, a female, mm-hmm. P, like, PE teacher because she was the one who taught us everything. And she told the girls to do it just as much as the boys. And she did teach us a lot. Like, I do remember, though, we always had to do cleans. And I felt like it made my traps so huge. And I looked at I remember looking in the mirror and being like, oh, my God, I don't have a neck anymore. And um, I remember being like, I'm never doing a clean again because uh, I like your neck. Yeah. <laughs> when I first started lifting, I didn't know what I was doing at all. And I was following some, like, really basic program off bodybuilding.com. And it, like, had um, shrugs in the programming. So I was, like, doing all these shrugs, like, all the time. Pretty soon, I had some pretty, like, massive traps. And I was like, what the heck? Like, where did these come from? <laughs> so I kind of, like, cooled it on the shrugs a little bit but um other than that like I feel like there's no one thing that's gonna make you like have a I don't know no there's (laughs) definitely not but I do um and it's probably something in my head I like having strong traps but I do not intentionally go and change you're not doing shrugs all day like you'll see a lot of guys doing that Mm -hmm. in the gym and I was I mean nice traps bro yeah they're good (laughs) so your oldest son Cash after you had him, what was that like getting into the gym postpartum the first time? So I had not been into the gym since high school mm-hmm. because I had, had major gym intimidation. Like I was terrified to go. And I also ended up having like a really traumatic 
emergency C-section with him. And it was a whole traumatic thing. So like recovery after that, there was like no information on C-sections back then. It was just like, well, there you go. I feel like I healed actually really well from it. Mm -hmm. Rather than now, like I specifically do a lot of things, scar mobilization and stuff to help like my C-section recovery. Oh, I started working out in the park. There you go. Um, I was so scared to go to the gym, but I wanted to work out. So I started working out in the park and I would feel water jugs. Oh yeah. Um, I would work out with water jugs, like a gallon of milk. And I would do just like things that I remember. That's like something like Rocky would do. He's like, yeah, I got my like milk jugs. We're good to go. No excuses. You made it happen no matter like what you do. That's actually really cool. And it's like, I'm like, okay, I would work in a park, work out in a park, like an open area. Mm -hmm. But I was scared to go into a gym. That's yeah. specifically made for working out. I'm sure that's people that see me were like, what the heck is this girl doing with water jugs? Uh, so there would be like a little strip of like stairs. So I would do the stairs and then sprint like across the pool. And I would do that for a few rounds. And then I would do some other things. But eventually it got cold. I signed up for Planet Fitness. Oh, nice. <laughs> I remember the first time though, the first day I went to go sign up, I sat in the parking lot and I cried. I can't go in there. I can't do it. Everyone's just going to think I'm the fat cow at the gym. Nobody thought that. Nobody no. cares what I'm doing. But I finally, like, got the courage. I just told myself, you know, like, I'm doing this for me and nobody else. And, like, if other people are looking at me, I don't care because I'm doing this for me. Like, I'm probably never going to see those people again. Like, yeah. Um, and that actually ended up giving me a lot of confidence to like go into stores I didn't know or like order from places I didn't know mm-hmm. just by going to the gym I gained confidence and just like I would not go to a place that I didn't know the layout or I didn't know like what the menu was I just wouldn't go there yeah because I like the anxiety of it. yeah like what what if I don't know where something is I'm just gonna walk around yeah I'm gonna look stupid yeah. everyone's gonna yeah. look at me yeah, totally. I get you. So the the gym's helped me in so many ways, but that's definitely one of them. Like I have a lot more confidence mm-hmm. in myself to just, and it's not because like my body or my appearance. It's just because like something inside me like grew stronger, and I just like was like I can do this. It's not that big of a deal, actually. Yeah. No, that's so cool. I, if you didn't hear before, Harley has one year old twins, a boy and a girl. So. That's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> no, it's actually been a lot better um, than I thought. The beginning was super hard. but when So when I first had cash, um, I was fully prepared as a single. Like, I knew from the very beginning I'd be a single parent, um, which I had that time in a way, like, to grieve about it mm-hmm. before I had him. So when I had him, I was already, like, all right, this is life. Like, this is what we're doing. And um, that made me, that was like one of those really important changing points, like that nine months um, in my life where I just like really got this strong mentality and I really just grew a lot that nine months. And then when I had cash, like, oh, he was a rough baby. Really? (laughs) He was a rough baby. Um, And I think, I was 20. I just had turned 21 when I had him and I didn't have postpartum depression as much as I like kind of thought I would Mm -hmm. because I just, it was just me and him. Like Mm -hmm. we just had each other and we just, 
went with the flow of everything. Um, but there was definitely times where I was like, this is love. Like, yeah. I literally have no free time anymore. There's, I can't well, just lay in bed. One, a lot of your friends are probably out like partying yes. and being, you know, like frivolous with their time. And you're probably, I'm sure that was hard. Yeah. I and can I see that being isolating. Yeah. I think because I didn't have like two, I don't think I was super big on social media then. And I think that was good for me mm -hmm. um, because I was very isolated. I didn't have like, I pretty much just had my mom mm -hmm. and um, everyone else, you know, is getting like going out, drinking, doing yeah. the college thing. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's okay though. Like it's just a different path. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then like, honestly, Cassius, he was a tough baby, really mm -hmm. tough baby. Never slept until he was like two. And then with the twins, it's just been, it's been a lot different. Um, the twins have been the easiest babies in the world. Really? Thank God. Well, that's they, a blessing right there. They sleep through the night since like 12 weeks. I mean, sleep's a big thing. Yeah. And it's like, if you don't have your sleep, I feel like you don't have your mental health. Yeah. Um, Tell so me about that, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like if you don't have sleep, if I, this really messes with your mental health mm -hmm. in every single aspect. And I think that's like also a big reason why you can get postpartum depression is because you're so sleep deprived you're not really thinking as clearly or like you're just never rested mm -hmm. so you never More emotional and yeah yeah so when did you start training for your first powerlifting meet and what was that like and how did you decide you wanted to do that so I had been looking at Planet Fitness mm -hmm. and then I seen I don't know. It was a local trainer around. He had done a powerlifting meet, and I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. Like, and just from, you know, working out at the gym, like doing, at that time, I started doing a lot more free weights and stuff. And I was like, noticing I was relatively stronger than a lot of the people <laughs> like around all me. Like, the guys. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, well, this is kind of weird. And um, oh, so. Harley, oh my gosh, I have to tell this story really quick. So, one time, Harley and I lifted together, like, one time. Yeah. And um, she, I think we were benching. Were we I benching? think I know what you're going to, yeah. And um, Harley, like, has her weights on there, right? And, like, I'm standing next to it, and one of the trainers there, she, like, well, actually, she was my swim teacher when I was a kid, but she walks by oh. and she's like, dang, Maddie, like, that's <laughs> a lot of weight. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, that's Harley's weight, like, just just wait let me put my 2.5s on each side like believe me that's not mine because we both stood there we were like yeah thanks <laughs> knew exactly what you were talking about like, oh my gosh you do have really long arms though so i do have really long arms <laughs> it feels like when i'm benching like i'm having to bring it so far each way like it's just but you have good flexibility you could get a good arch in there Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, so I seen that a trainer had done it, and I started looking up, like, it was not super popular, when, which was only a few years ago. Uh -huh. It wasn't super popular. So I kind of, like, had to scround, go through Facebook and, like, um, like, the Facebook events and stuff. And I finally started, like, realizing there were different federations. And um, then I was looking at state records, and I was like, oh, I actually am already doing all of those. Oh my gosh. I like, wow. I, I could do yeah. that I'm already doing. Like, I know the bench was only like 145. And I think. Only. I, 
And when I first started, I was like at 165. So I was like, okay, well, I could do that. And then squat was like, not that much either. I'm like, okay, I could do that. But I, like, I got to go to a real gym. So I switched over to Yak and I started training there for, I really jumped right in. I only, I think I only gave myself like maybe 12 weeks. Ooh. And um, I basically picked a meet, never watched one, never went to one. And I was like, well, I'm going to that one. Here we go. I'm going to do it. Um, I didn't know anything about like peaking or how to like, um, set up a program so you're going to peak towards the end of your meet where you're right. going to be the strongest and I didn't know anything. <laughs> can you talk about peaking more? Is that nutrition and training? or is it, uh, just it training? can be. So number one advice when picking your very first powerlifting meet, do not worry about your weight class because you will regret it. <laughs> um, trying to lose a lot of weight and get strong at the same time are really hard things to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and doing them <laughs> together is not the best outcome. Like whatever you weigh, just pick, just pick your weight and don't like, I knew um, I didn't want to be qualified as a super heavyweight. That was just something I hated that name. I didn't want to be a super heavyweight. I mm -hmm. didn't like just the title. I think yeah. it was and I was like, no, I'm not going to be in the super heavyweight class. So I also decided to do a really extreme cut. Um, oh, and that affects your strength. Oh, so. yeah, for sure. So for peaking, what you want to do, like if you're going to do a 12-week program or something, like 12 mm -hmm. to 10 weeks is a good amount. Beginning the first probably five weeks or so, you want to do like a lot more reps. But you want to do like, you know, more like sets of 10 to 12 or like, five sets of eight. So you're going to do like a lot more volume and you're going to do a little bit more accessory work. And then the next phase, can you're you, working. Can you explain a little bit more what you mean by accessory work for people that are not familiar with that? Me? So you have, yeah. <laughs> so for powerlifting is just the bench, the squat and the deadlift. Okay. Those are your three main, um, your three main lifts. That's all you do is your bench, your squat, your deadlift. Okay. And accessories would be like if you're going to do some dumbbell flies or you're going to do some tricep or bicep work, some shoulder work. Those just are like the little muscles that help play a part with the bigger muscles. Gotcha. So then basically you just dwindle your volume down, like as a quick summary, you just would dwindle your volume down. And towards the end of your meet or towards the end of your program, you're going to start doing like maybe five sets of one, or you might just do like um, three sets of two. It just kind of depends on how you like to program. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last week, you actually don't do anything. You rest. You rest. That makes sense. Um, do you get nervous for yes. your meats? Yes, I yeah. do get nervous. How do you deal with the nerves? Um, I try to eat something, but I typically can't. But I usually like have to pick some like hash browns. I I can shove down hash browns. Like I can like oh, force myself yum. to eat hash browns. Yeah. Um, so how did that first meet end up going that you signed up for? Um, it went horrible. I did everything you really shouldn't do. I did a really hard water cut. The person that was kind of helping with me, how also if you're gonna do powerlifting don't pick a coach that hasn't done powerlifting why are they having you cut water um because i was trying to make the weight class which oh, was again super okay. 
not smart. Um, I definitely should have not been worrying about that. So you probably felt horrible. Yeah, so I felt horrible. Um, the day before, two days before the weigh-ins, he had me in a sweatsuit. Oh, my <laughs> Running around, not drinking water, literally probably having, like, maybe a 1,000 calories. Uh, so then I went in there. I hadn't practiced any commands. Like, the number one thing I tell people, practice mm -hmm. your commands because mm -hmm. you miss the command you miss the lift, even if you get the lift. They won't let you redo it. No. So for first is your squat and you have three attempts. You put in your opener. So say you, you're gonna open, like this last meet, I open at 285 pounds. If I don't get that lift, I cannot go down and wait. Okay. Oh. I can only reattempt 285 again, but I cannot put it down to like 250 or 260. You can't go down, you can only go up. Mm. so for squat you get under the bar and you step out and when your knees are locked out they'll tell you squat you squat you get back up and then you have to wait for the rack command which is super common mm. people jump that command mm -hmm. they just go sh they do their squat and then jump into the rack and oh. it's just like they would in the gym they don't think just like you would in the gym yeah. so i miss every single squat and my squat was too heavy I actually don't think I ever got out of the holes. <laughs> when you're okay, when you're in the hole, like when you're in your deep squat, like that, all that weight on your shoulders. What? When you have a successful lift, what do you tell yourself, like, to get yourself to get back up? I tell myself knees, which tells me like push your knees out, mm -hmm. so that way you don't get that knee cave. I also tell myself elbows, which means pull your elbows down. And that's going to tighten up your lats and just like pull that bar on your back. And that's just going to give you like an extra mm, to push up mm -hmm. because you're super tight. So I always tell myself, like, when I start to feel a little struggle, I say knees and then I tell myself elbows and then typically I'm out. And do you know right away you're like, I've got this or is it kind of like a not sure thing? It depends. I bet um, it feels like forever from like the bottom of the squat. It feels like forever. And then I look at the video and I'm like, that moved really fast. <laughs> Why did it feel like five years? Yeah, like time stands still. <laughs> So I just tell myself to fight through and I just have those little cues and try to just push through. And if I drop it, I drop it. I yeah. don't, I don't get scared anymore of dropping it or anything like that. Um, I think squats probably the hardest lift because it's a lot of technique and really fine tuning your body and your leverages and what works for your body. What's your favorite lift then? probably bench just because I feel like it's my best lift and because that was like my least favorite <laughs> and I think that's why I like it because everyone does it so I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna like this lift I'm just gonna make it till I like it and be my signature yep <laughs> tell everyone what your lifts were for this most recent one so this last meet so you typically only get three attempts okay and as I said like you can go up but you can't go back down if you get all three attempts and you break a state record, you can actually take a fourth to, it doesn't count for your total, but it will further the record. Mm. Okay. Uh, but if you miss that third lift and you get red lighted for like any reason, um, you can't take the fourth. You can only okay. take the fourth if you get that third. So I actually was able to take a fourth on squat, which I was super surprised about I was going in with the mindset of like you know it'll be what it'll be but I was kind of thinking like 320 would be my my best which that's 
My best pre-twins was for a meet was 341. And then this last meet, I ended up hitting 347. Damn. Oh, I, was, I almost cried. But then I was like, yeah, Oh, my it. gosh. Um, you guys, that is a year postpartum with twins. I'm <laughs> Consider me... I was impressed without the post one year postpartum. I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Superwoman. Like it's just amazing to me. But continue. And then my bench, um, I did get two fifteen on my third attempt, but my butt lifted a little tiny bit from the bench, so I got red lighted. And I knew right away when I like set my stance that I could feel my hips were a little bit loose and I, I rushed myself. I should have let myself like settle a little bit more. Um, so I only got 209 for my bench, which my goal was 220, but that still was also a state record. And then for my deadlift, I also got 347, which I was shocked about as well because I don't really like deadlift. Is that, that's your least favorite? I don't, I don't think I don't like it. I just don't feel like I'm very good at it. What? Because I feel like girls. <laughs> How can you not be good when you just lift that? Much? But like the girls that squat as much as me, their deadlifts are already in the four hundreds, and I'm like, "How? Dang! How do you do it?" Um, can you pick what type of deadlift you do, or is it does it have to yes. be? you can do sumo or you can do conventional. I choose sumo just because I have longer femurs and it's way less taxing on my body. Mm-hmm. I started out conventional, and I literally remember like lifting and being like oh, I think my neck's gonna pop off <laughs> it just felt so taxing and then I finally took um some time to learn sumo and I was like oh yes this is way better for me yeah um some people call it cheating it literally, it's, no. it's literally that's a big debate um, really in powerlifting the big debate is arching and sumo Oh, I knew the arching one. Yeah, I knew arching's that. a big thing. If you go online, any video where there's someone arching on their bench, if you go to the comments, people are like, what are you doing? You're going to break your back. Like, what is this? Like, they have all kinds of opinions. Um, any stereotypes that you've dealt with as a female powerlifter or any, like, negativities that you feel like are associated? Um, honestly, I think powerlifting is one of the most nicest open like really they're just such an open community i go to powerlifting meets 99 percent by myself mm-hmm. i usually don't have anyone go with me because they just can't and i come out with so many friends go and now i'm not even afraid to go alone i'm just like oh yeah i'm gonna go alone and i know i'm gonna leave with a bunch of friends like, that's so cool the community of powerlifting is like even though you're competing against some of the same girls like you're both neck and neck fighting for like the same you know like spot or the same record Mm -hmm. it's just welcoming welcoming and they're still like even though you're you're going neck and neck with them they're like right there yelling like press to get you to get that's awesome they will slap your back if you need your back slap they will talk (laughs) you know like it just it's the most welcoming environment i feel like it's also the most like female empowering cool because they're they lift each other up like you know like your competition's better you're gonna rise to that and even if you're like doing the bar the -hmm. girls on the sideline are gonna yell just as hard as they do like for someone doing you know three four hundred pounds it's really cool cool. that's so cool uh and like 
what you just said where you go by yourself and you meet all these friends it's like I'm thinking of when you said that you used to be anxious to go to the store by yourself or like a yeah. restaurant you've never been and now you're going to powerlifting meets by yourself yeah driving like that's three or four hours yeah. five hours and going somewhere and staying the night by myself and then going and competing like that's night and day that's yeah amazing and that's just what the gym has like done for me and mm-hmm. not and it's like a not um not in like an appearance way or anything like that it's just it's given me a different kind of strength to like just a mindset keep, yes a mindset like just keep growing and always like giving me a positive outlook on life that's so cool this is making me so motivated to go to the gym <laughs> this is what i need give me inspiration the other day so we, lately we've been playing foosball we like we bet on it we bet on the foosball like i try to like bet to get like him to give me massages and he bets to like make me do push-ups um <laughs> which <laughs> he tried to give me to do 10 push-ups and in my defense I was sore from rock climbing but I couldn't do like I did like one okay rock and I just like fell hard yeah. have you been rock climbing before no I haven't but oh I'm pretty sure it's very hard it like your forearms it's the best I, forearm workout of all time I swear you're just gripping all the time oh my gosh <laughs> like I've also I never done a pull-up so I don't know if it's <laughs> <laughs> hard but it's it's fun though it is fun. okay I also never done a pull-up though and I can do it so you'd be fine but it's, it's kind of what you guys were saying. Like, we went in there, and everyone has been so friendly at the rock climbing gym we go to. Like, if you're trying to do a hard route, people, some people kind of turn, and they'll be like, oh, you got it. Like, hey, you have, a, like, you have like, a rock to your left, like, to direct you, like, how you can do it. And it's just really nice. Like, I haven't met anyone that's been rude or unfriendly. And if you have a question, they answer. And it's great. We had a – we went with a friend that had never climbed before, and he's afraid of heights. He did it anyway. But these two girls that were in there, the only other people in there, they started turning and like cheering him on too. I think he wouldn't have finished it if they hadn't <laughs> been there rooting for him. I love when, you know, you go to try something new and the people are really welcoming because that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Well, and it anywhere where you're going to go and do exercise, whether it's like group fitness or like a spin class, anything like that, it's kind of scary your first time going in. Like you get nervous because you're mm-hmm. like, up what if they're mean and i feel like nine times out of ten like it's actually very welcoming and supportive yeah <laughs> yes have you seen that movie um with amy schumer where she falls off the bike no oh. <laughs> i feel pretty yes yeah yeah it's like oh my gosh that would be me but um so i wanted to ask what the hardest thing you've had to overcome would be um probably the hardest thing i've had to overcome was like this last year um just deciding to in my engagement and you know um really take a sudden change of plans yes and just changing environments for my kids and um that's been definitely the hardest thing yeah just making sure that we're all like sorry no no it's okay um we're just all like in a safe better environment and um now thriving this last weekend like looking back of where it was a year ago um it's just really like self-reflecting on it is really just like breathtaking for me because i was in such a different place last Mm -hmm. year and um you can grow so much in a year and things can change so much even if things like look really dark and you're not really sure where your life is going you can really turn things around for yourself and yeah whoever you're supporting yeah harley's like the most amazing mom thank you there's something like awesome example for them too i mean 
you're not settling, you're doing what's right for you. And I mean, that takes a lot of bravery to completely change your life and go in a new direction. So, and it's hard to like face awesome. others. Um, like if you're semi open on like social media and then having to be like, Whoa, we got to take a step back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really hard too. Um, just because people were like messaging my parents or and mm-hmm. part of me was like, just, just come say it to me because mm-hmm. my parents are already having to deal with all my drama. Yeah. <laughs> They're already having to help me so much. Like don't bring that onto them because it's not their, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not their, their problem to deal with. And um, also if it wasn't for my parents, like I wouldn't be able to do half of what I do. Um, they're your support system. Yes, for sure. They seriously are my best friends. Like, I, even though we live literally next door, we can walk to each other's houses. Like, I still call them. I call my dad every morning. <laughs> we like, we oh, still talk every day. It, like, just the, the last, like, looking back a year ago, it definitely was the hardest time of my life. And it really um, been, like, a lot of trauma to heal from. But it hasn't made me like hard, which I think is really important. Um, it hasn't made me like so closed off that like, I don't feel like I can be open or like I can, there's parts of me that can't and maybe not, they won't for a long time, but like, I'm not hardening from it, mm-hmm. which I think in the past things have made me really hard. And so I'm just glad that I didn't close off everything. Um, I would have built up a wall and I would have just, stayed in my show but I like and I think that's probably also the gentle even if you don't think it's domestic violence or you don't think it's um if it's just toxic or it's just just talk to people and tell people because that's the best thing you can do is to tell other people so you don't feel crazy and you don't feel like you're losing your mind or you don't know like is this really a bad thing or is it just me? Am I making this up in my head? And just like the more people that you can tell, the more they'll have your back and the more that they're mm-hmm. gonna be like, you deserve more. You guys all deserve like a safe place and this isn't the right thing. And I think when you don't tell people or you don't talk about it with anyone, you're just in your own head and you just think like, maybe it's just me or maybe right. I'm being dramatic. The gaslighting. Yes. And um, I think just telling people, and if you feel unsafe, like just tell people because. Because they'll tell you like, no, this isn't. Yeah. Like you're not okay. What do you need? Like even um, my gyms, they fully are aware. Like if it's at night, they make sure I, and that was like a hard thing. I didn't want to tell the people that I see every day, like the counter people, like, can you walk me out? Like, just telling people can really um, save you. Yeah. Yeah. Can really like change your perspective. And like not to be embarrassed to like ask for help or ask for people to look out for you because I'm sure they were more than willing. Yeah. Because also when you have two babies and you're walking out at like seven o'clock at night, it's you're vulnerable. You're very vulnerable. There's two of them. So like my hands are full and I just feel like, that makes me vulnerable. Yeah. So mm-hmm. make sure like I do my grocery shopping early in the morning or things like that, just because I always have this fear of one of them getting snatched mm-hmm. out of the cart mm-hmm. while I'm putting the other one away. Yeah. And, like you get in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how do you balance that being a twin mom and with cash and lifting and working out and all that? 
Um, it's hard. I, I bet. Do you have um, like routines set in place? We or? do have routines and sometimes I sign myself up for way too much stuff. Like honestly, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know how I got all this stuff. <laughs> I'm amazed at what you do. You like, she'll be posting like, oh, I painted this beautiful picture. And I'm like, when did you have time to do that? Like, I know. Um, when, then I'll be like, oh, I can't hang out because I need to relax. And by relax, I mean like, I need to like reorganize something a hundred times. But I think, <laughs> I think what's important is like, I always take that hour for myself and I set like um, expectations for myself that aren't too large. Mm -hmm. So when I first started, it was like, when I first started getting back into it, I was like, I just want to get 8,000 steps a day. Hmm. And then I started doing that consistently. Then it was like 10,000 steps a day. And then maybe 10,000 steps a day with like one workout a week mm -hmm. or whatever was. Um, like baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. And then I think too, like you don't have to have that Monday through Friday routine for the gym. If that doesn't work for you, then don't do it. So like in the beginning, I worked third. I would work out like Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm. It's a. Is it like everyone else's? No, but was I still able to get to the gym three times a week? Yeah. And so I think just like finding ways that work for your lifestyle, and then just making small goals that you can. If you make a really large goal and you don't, and you're not able to ever like accomplish it, then you just start pulling down and you give up. Yeah. Whereas if you make like this little tiny goal. And it's like, oh, I did that. And I've been doing it consistently for like three weeks now. So maybe I could try a little more. Mm -hmm. And um, that's helped a lot. But now that I'm going back to work and summer breaks out almost, mm. it's really sad. And the baby's going to daycare. Oh. So I know my gym schedule will change. And I'm trying to like stay positive about it. Mm -hmm. But the goal is always like three times a week. And then I think it's just important too to like for cash you know, I always have to take like a special time with him because there is such an age gap. Right. Like right. So babies go to sleep at 745. Then that means like 745 to 815. It's just me and him. Mm. I put my phone away. He puts his tablet away. We can play a game together or like even honestly go outside and pull carrots. Oh, does he eat a carrot? No, he hates carrots. But, he <laughs> carrots but just having that alone carrots. time with mom is so special. Yeah. So I think like balancing like that and just finding ways to do things that I still like, like painting. I have a little sign business. I'm oh, cool. like, I need more things to do. Hey. But like today I painted like two signs, lowered the cribs. And oh, I did yeah. so much. I don't know. It just, it's a balance, but I also am like, you I'm go awesome. from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. I'm yes. Sure. Yeah. I'm like, I got to get up at six so then I can like drink my coffee by myself before the kids are like, num, 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 num. You're not getting my coffee. <laughs> For people that are interested now, what's your sign business called and where can they find it? I cannot think of a name for my sign business. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the one thing holding me back from making my own, like a separate account for it mm. is I cannot think of a name, but I do like sunflowers. I was trying to incorporate either my name or some sunflower or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, but right now, just like, honestly, my, my Instagram or like Facebook um, messenger. Just okay. And what's your Instagram handle? <laughs> what's your handle? Um, Harley June. And that's H-A-R-L-I-E-J-U-N-E. Okay. All right. And then really quickly, what keeps you motivated and what's your best piece of advice you'd like to share? Um, 
I think what keeps me motivated is just how good I feel after. Mm-hmm. And like, it makes me a better mom. It makes me a better person, a better human. And I think like, in life-wise, what keeps me motivated to just keep going is just like, I want, like, I just want to give the best life I can to my kids. Mm-hmm. And even if that's on a smaller scale than like what other people are doing or I'm not comparing myself to others because if I did that, like, right, you know, in some aspects of my life, like some aspects of my life, I just love and they're just so beautiful. But there is other aspects where I'm like, wow, like, I'm really behind on that. And that's totally okay for the advice. I think honestly, just not giving up on yourself. Mm-hmm. Even when it's hard, not giving up on yourself and really following like your heart and your inner self-talk because most of the time it's right. Yeah. And as long as you keep fighting and showing up for yourself every day, even in really small ways, like watering my flowers. Like I did that today. They're going to grow tomorrow. That really is something that's helped me throughout everything. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Great mindset. Thanks for, yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and being so open and vulnerable and just sharing everything with us today. Yeah, I feel like the most motivated I've felt in a long time. Oh, well, that makes me feel good. Because it is really hard, like, getting back into the gym postpartum. Like, for me, anyway, like, I felt like I looked like a whole different person. And when I would walk in there and there's mirrors everywhere, you're like, mm-hmm. I've never even seen that angle before. But like, I don't look like I'm used to. And so it's like, and you're wearing, like, tight clothes. And, yeah. like, oh, man, like, it was it was hard, like, to get into that mindset. But what you said earlier about, like, you're in there for you. I had to like really remember that like I'm here for myself and everyone else is here for themselves. Yeah. And like also people do not pay as much attention to others as you think. No. I'm not worried about what that person is doing over there. So more than likely they're not worried about me. Right. Um, Have you ever had anyone come up to you in the gym and just be like, you motivate me like this? Yeah. 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 Um, That does happen like occasionally. And then I always feel like... Oh, <laughs> me? Um, but it's it's actually a really nice thing or like um when other gym members especially when you've been there for a long time mm-hmm. and like they get to watch you hit a pr it's pretty cool because yeah. they're like wow i've never seen a girl bench that much you've oh. been <laughs> the most dudes i know which is so cool that's like yeah. the biggest flex of all time <laughs> that is so much cooler the last thing someone said to me at the gym i was reading on the stairmaster and this guy told me about how he broke his legs, like, on the Stairmasters. He was looking at flashcards. And I was like, oh, my god!" <laughs> He's like, oh, so just be really careful. I was like, okay, thanks. Oh, the Stairmaster is hard. I can't last long. It's so hard. Oh, my god! I'm like, this is the most aggravating to me. I'd rather sprint. If you get into a really good book, it makes it easier, I swear. <laughs> Time goes by so much faster if I'm reading. So, being careful about the whole falling off and breaking your legs with like that one guy. But <laughs> what kind of flashcards? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. They must have been really interesting. Um, we just want to say again, thank you again so much for yeah. on. It was thank so you. motivating, and I think that was a great conversation. Well, thanks, definitely. We're looking forward to seeing your next accomplishments. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the She's My Sister podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review if you have the time. And check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok. Um, Once again, thank you, Harley. And we will see you next time. Bye.